All right, ladies and gentlemen and other kins and dragon kins, <laughs> welcome to the Knife Journal Podcast, episode 117. Hey, hey, hey. Coronavirus episode number three, and it just <laughs> keeps changing by the day. So, uh, boy, you have that right. Uh, I gotta tell you, I this has got me, uh, it's starting to get under my skin a little bit, and it's and part of it is, I think, the way uh, our media is treating uh, certain individuals and uh, how how they can't you know one of the things that that I seem to notice is the fact that you have you have the the CDC which operates on a certain level all the time and it seems like it's always 2020 hindsight they're they're like really good at crunching numbers and you know but they're not very good at actually modeling anything, because it, because it seems like their models have continually been. It's not they're not real time. Uh, they don't seem to do well in real time, in in uh, for mitigation. I mean, instead of you know like we expect the um, the responses to be something like the movie Outbreak, where they know immediately how bad this is going to get. Of course, that was a movie. And so everybody's acting like they uh, they can give those kinds of responses really quick, and they I don't think they can. I don't think they have the ability to do it. I don't think anybody necessarily has the ability to do it. Yeah, but they're they're making recommendations um, that are that are basically tanking our economy. You know, and 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 I think the. I don't think we're alone. I think the world. Econ- hey, 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 come here. I, I think the world economy is tanking. Also, I mean, I don't think this is a, you know, for for those of us think that this is just an American thing. I, you're looking at this all around the world. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so so there's a lot of there's a lot of contradictions going on out there with the the tinfoil hat people to the conspiracy theorists to, you know, John Q. Public who just absolutely doesn't know. Um, and and it seems like even though we're having press conferences every day, we're not getting consistent information. Well, it's except it the fact that the, from day except, to day. except you know? except the fact that the numbers go up every day. Yeah, you know, and and I get that that you know this is a fluid situation, but. Um, the thing that's getting reported is the fact that we're not doing as good as China did. We're, we're just not doing as good as China did. Yeah, China, according to the numbers given to you by the Communist Party of China that haven't changed since January. Okay, Blam- Blamo. <laughs> Tell me more about it. You know, and I heard, I've, I've had three phone conversations today with people that have said that. We're just not doing as good as China's doing. And I said, you know... I said the thing is that you got to just think about this in your head before you say anything else about this subject. 
Wuhan has what 12 million people something like that 11 and a half 12 million people okay they live on top of one another they cram huge numbers of people into buses and they, they don't even know what social isolation is or social distancing is and they only had 80,000 people in the whole country I mean come on people you have a hundred thousand people that are sick in New York City or what is that isn't that what the number is what's the number it's, for New York it's City it's a lot today? I can look it up it's uh So, let's see. Cases in the U.S. according to CDC.gov. We have 239,279 total cases, 5,443 deaths. Uh, looks like, let's see, New Jersey, where's New York? There it is. Huh. It doesn't say, I don't get an exact number for that from the CDC anyway. But uh, I have, I have, uh, I think this is, I think the number I am showing is 90,279. Actually, that's probably just in New York City alone. New York State has 113,704. Okay, so it's not, I mean, but the, the bulk of that is in New probably York New City. York. Yeah, that'd yeah. be my guess. Okay. Guess who's in number three? With, Detroit? Uh, well, 12,744 cases, 479 deaths. That's us. As of 11 a.m. this morning, um, Grand Traverse County, where I live, has 12 total cases, uh, 3 deaths, 240 tests administered, 145 negative test results, 2 cases hmm. recovered. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. I noticed that Montmorency, Alpena, and Alcona County, in our in our beloved state, have none. Nobody infected. Nobody died. Nobody's well, there. Do you want to know? There. Do you want to know who, uh, <laughs> where they die? They ship them in, to us, and they die here. <laughs> yeah. So of course well, they have no. I, I think I think the big deal is there is they just haven't tested anybody. I mean, I think that that's where the numbers get kind of goofed up. If you don't, if if you don't have a a good health, I mean, a strong health department, um, you're not gonna you're not gonna have any kind of responses. I mean, you, you know, I mean, our health department had thirty had thirty tests the other day. Yeah. That was it. They were like, no, no, the only people that are gonna get these tests are healthcare workers. That's it. We're not gonna test anybody else. Well, all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay. So guess what? We have six confirmed cases in our county. You know, I mean, I, bl I believe that the that the the testing thing is is important, um, but the in the grand scheme of things, it's really not. It's really. I mean, not it, do it, a whole it's lot. yeah. It's not gonna it's not gonna change a whole lot. People are gonna present with certain uh, with certain. Um, uh, my dog is going crazy here. People are going to present with certain um, certain things, and uh, doctors are going to treat accordingly. You know, yeah. and and apparently, um, 
the, the number of, uh, I mean, everybody's kind of, I mean, it seems like a lot of doctors are going down on, uh, on um, and I should say the talking heads are starting to go, you know, the administrative type docs mm-hmm. are starting to say things about um, hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine and that regiment of, oh, they, that's not, that's just not effective. It's just not true. No, I, not. I think it's in the last uh, 24 hours, it's kind of veered well, towards, well, maybe this is working. Well, no, but I, yes, you're right. The doctors on the in the hospitals are saying that. But if you listen to some of the talking heads on some of these, the... Uh, the uh, Communist News Network and and a couple of the other stations, they have doctors on there that are heads of certain hospitals that are administrators that are saying that's just bunkum. That's not it's not working at all. You know, and you know now you have the argument. Well, big pharmaceutical companies can't make any money on it, so that's why they're not making it. They're not selling it. They're not making because it's a cheap drug that can be, you know. And, and they're just not, uh, there's there's all kinds of, uh, um, you know, it's a generic, so it's not a, it's not even a big deal. No, it's a non-money maker. Yeah. So we're not going to make it. So we're not going to use it. So the doctors aren't going to, you know, it's like, what, you know, why is this even coming up in discussion? Yeah. You know? I mean, this is the part that's mind-bending to me. Is, is you have these conflicts that are raging right now between the left and the right. Well, there and you and you have people in the middle. I mean, you have the the population of the country in the middle, and you have you have the the leader, the speaker of the house has got her head in her ass. You've got you've got Chuck Schumer that wants to investigate everything, and Adam Shithead wants to investigate everything. Did you hear uh, Trump's letter to? Uh Schumer? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, I gotta I gotta play this Trump oh. letter to Schumer. Is it is it a It's uh, a barn burner. This is this is the greatest thing ever. So Chuck Schumer uh uh wrote this letter to Trump saying you're just not doing it and blah blah blah. And uh, let's see, I gotta find it. So he put it on whitehouse.gov. Um, I'll read it to you. This is the greatest letter I've ever heard. So on whitehouse.gov, dated April 2nd, 2020, letter from President Donald J. Trump to Senator Charles E. Schumer. <laughs> Dear Senator Schumer, thank you for your Democrat public relations letter in, and incorrect sound bites, which are wrong in every way. Number one, as you are aware, Vice President Pence is in charge of the task force. By almost all accounts, he has done a spectacular job. So uh, Schumer said you should step aside from the presidency and appoint uh, a high-ranking military officer to run this, basically. Oh, they they want this to act, they want to act like this was like what Bush did during Katrina. Which he had, a, he had a general that was overseeing everything. Well, anyway, so he, he goes, number two, the Defense Production Act uh, has been consistently used by my team and me for the purchase of billions of dollars worth of equipment, medical supplies, ventilators, and other related items. It has been powerful leverage, so, the, so powerful that the companies generally do whatever we are asking, 
without even a formal notice. They know something is coming, and that's all they need to know. Number three, a senior military officer is in charge of purchasing, distributing, etc. His name is Rear Admiral John P-O-L-O-W-C-Z-Y-K, one of those names. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, European. He is uh, working 24 hours a day and is highly respected by everyone. If you remember, my team gave you this information, but for public relations purposes, you chose to ignore it. Number four, we have given New York many things, including hospitals, medical centers, medical supplies, record numbers of ventilators, and more. You should have had New York much better prepared than you did, and as Dr. Fausti and Dr. Burks said yesterday, New York was very late in its fight against the virus. As you are aware, the federal government is merely a backup for state governments. Unfortunately, your state needed far more backup than most other states. If you spent <laughs> if you spent t- less time on your ridiculous impeachment hoax, which went haplessly on forever and ended up going nowhere except for increasing my poll numbers, and instead focused on helping the people of New York, then New York would not have been so completely unprepared for the invisible enemy. No wonder AOC and others are talking about running against you in the primary. If they did, they would likely win. Fortunately, we have been working with your state and city governments, Governor Andrew Cuomo and Mayor Bill de Blasio, to get the job done. You have been missing in action, except when it comes to the press. While you have stated that you don't like Andrew Cuomo, you ought to start working alongside him for the good of all New Yorkers. I've known you for many years, but I never knew how bad a senator you are for the state of New York until I became president. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to call, or in the alternative, call the Rear Admiral. (laughs) Sincerely yours, (laughs) Donald J. Trump. That's like the biggest ass-whipping that anyone has ever gotten in their entire life. Yeah, (laughs) yep, yep. Well, you know, the thing is, is that uh, they're they're so unprepared. And what they did, if if you think back about what they did 20 days ago, or was it 20 days ago when they said, oh, just go to the restaurants. Don't, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, um, and and New Yorkers did. They went out to eat. They were high-fiving. They were hugging. They were kissing. Yeah. Brotherly, the, you know, they were, they were, and guess what? Now, they have 90,000 people that are sick. Yeah. 100,000 people that are sick. You know, I mean, I mean, I get it that, you know, we're independent. You know, people are independent. We don't want to be told what to do. Um, I understand that. And none of this has been, you know, this is, nobody's ever 
nobody's ever. I guess I heard Donald say this the other night when he said, uh, "Look, this is just a recommendation. These are all just recommendations." You know, nobody's telling you you have to do this. We we want you to, but he didn't even say it like that. But nobody has really said that. Nobody has said, "Look, guys, we could declare martial law and start shooting people in the streets." You know, the 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 um, during a pandemic, it's not unusual. They did it in China. If that's what you want to have happen, to to make you comply, um, if you'd have listened the first week, we wouldn't be here. You know, if when we said you need to socially isolate yourself, and everybody did it, yeah. We'd be done. And uh, New York goes ahead and celebrates Chinese New Year's. That's a real yeah. fucking good idea. And yeah. Mardi Gras goes ahead in New Orleans, and they're blaming Trump. Well, you didn't tell us not to have Mardi Gras. Well, if he'd told you, would you would have listened, have number one? And number two, everybody would have crucified him for that. And right. you would have been first on the list to crucify him. So, you know. Right. Yeah, so so it's like I mean I get I I understand it. He didn't want to. He didn't. I mean nobody wants to be heavy-handed at this. I mean, the thought of martial law is not a pleasant thought. That's not something anybody wants. We should be, we should be thinking, um, you know, if if this is really if this is going to help us, if this is really going to slow this down and stop people from you know dying. Mm-hmm then we probably should do it. You know, I mean, I don't have a problem with doing it. I do it all the time. But um, I think that I think that uh, that people are thinking that, you know, half the population thinks that this is a, you know, the world, the world health organization, the one world order is going to take over shortly. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, maybe they are. You know, maybe there is going to be a war. Maybe there is going to be a limited nuclear strike here in about two weeks when we're uh, when all of these hospitals are at the peak. I wouldn't worry about it. You know, I mean, I guess my I guess my thing is is that you have a huge segment of the population that wants a zombie apocalypse. You know, it's not. I mean, it's not the majority of the people by any stretch of the imagination, but there are people out there that that's what they want. They want. They want to be in the midst of I mean they've been preparing for it they made a whole TV show about it you know mm-hmm. about these people that were, were were prepping for all of these things you know mm-hmm. they have a they have an underground network of radios and all kinds of stuff but I don't know I, I uh, I'm thinking that 30 days from now, Things are going to start going down the other way. They're going to start. There's somebody's going to have to start gearing up to make uh, hydroxychloroquine in this country, because apparently China's not going to not going to step up the, to the plate. <laughs> you know, they're obviously not going to make enough masks for us, because because uh, you know. We're, we're folding paper towels up and stapling them and putting rubber bands in them for our masks. <laughs> oh, for God's sakes. I don't know. I think that, uh, I think that, that when this is over, we're going to realize it. We're going to realize that, hey, 
guess what? Around the world, there are lots of cultural differences. You know, the coexistence sign, anybody with a coexistence sign is going to get a brick through their window in their car. <laughs> because it, it it's very difficult to do that when you have, you know, you have PETA in our country, you know, we're, we'd rather save dogs than babies, and China is eating dogs. I mean, how, how, do, how, does, how, does, Peter, how does the left reconcile that? I mean, if, if you think about it, how, how you know... Well, all Peter's cultures so are equal except anything having to do with Western European or American <laughs> culture. That's the worst. <laughs> you know, you know, it's like, PETA, don't mistreat your dog, you know, but, and we're friends with China. Yeah, you can eat them. And the Chinese are like, fry them up, baby. Let's, you want some fried dog ears? <laughs> well, anyway. So. Uh, you know, I, used to tease my, I used to tease my dad all the time. He used to have a Sharpay. Oh. And I used to tease him because I say, that dog was designed to be eaten. <laughs> That's why the skin is so loose. Skin's out real easy. They just flop right out of there. You just cut them and they flop out of their, out of their skin. Huh. He didn't, he wasn't happy about that. He thought I was making fun of his dog, <laughs> but I mean, you know, you get, you get that you get that whole like it doesn't make any sense. You know, it yeah. doesn't make any sense that that uh, these individuals are doing this kind of stuff. It doesn't make any sense that you're on this side with this, but it contradicts you over here. You know, yeah. it's it's they it can't seem to be consistent. New York City. De Blasio and, and Cuomo did what they did because they hate Trump. I, I truly believe that. The left is doing what they're doing because they hate Trump. Yeah, our our governor just totally got spanked over that chloroquine thing, though. She's getting, and she'll she'll continue to get spanked for that. Especially if it um, ends up being, you know, scientifically provable that it was an effective tr- treatment, you know. Right, right, right. There's a lot of anecdotal evidence suggesting that it works, but that's not the same thing as having, you know, scientific right. proof of it. Right, but that's that's like anything else. I mean, it's, yeah. that's that. It's like that argument. What what's uh, what's a better handgun round, a nine millimeter or a forty five ACP? It's like uh, twenty-two long at, rifle. If you if you look at if you just look at scientific evidence, you will say the nine millimeter because because the numbers are seem to be better with a nine millimeter. But if you look at results, it's totally the opposite. The 45 ACP is much more effective hmm. because a 45 ACP was designed to shoot human bodies. Nine millimeter wasn't. What was nine millimeter designed for? Well, it was designed to shoot, but not. It was not. It was not designed by shooting bodies. Oh, I see. A 45 ACP was designed by hanging dead prisoners up and and shooting them, shooting their bodies with with 45 hardball. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. It's the only round that's ever been actually tested on human bodies. <laughs> Jeez, that's pretty dark. You know, 
well, yeah, but it's effective. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's I guess that's the point. It's like it's like well, why would the military have adopted that? Well, because it worked. You know, it worked. Why did we adopt the nine millimeter? Well, because the Europeans use it. Yeah, because we wanted to be uh, in line with NATO, basically. Yeah, yeah, and 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 why why did and all law enforcement fell right in line? They all lined up. I got eighteen rounds of nine millimeter, and that lasted for a short period of time. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, this this sucks. This is this this is not good at all. This is not stopping that guy with that's ramped up on some kind of a drug. Hmm. So yeah. guess what? We're going back to forty-five ACP. You know, it's I don't know, just but it's but it's like if you look at if you just look at pure data, raw data, you know, or if you wait for enough data to come to come in and to try to make a decision on it, you know, people are going to die. Yeah, pretty much. I did I did see something fascinating though the other day coming out of I don't remember what university it was if it was a if it was MIT it might have been MIT because it kind of sounds like something that they would do. You know, with the call for for uh, ventilators, that everybody's freaking out that we don't have enough ventilators. They're you know sending the National Guard up upstate New York to get them all out of the hospitals to bring them down to the city um, in New York City. Well, MIT came up with uh, <clears throat> with um, two hundred dollars worth of parts you can buy on Amazon or eBay, and you can make your own ventilator. And basically, what it is is a mechanical. Uh, ambu bag and they were like you know what it's it's it fills the gap between no ventilator and nothing <laughs> and they they design, I mean it was actually pretty cool you I, I don't know where I have to find it and maybe we can put a link in the in the description but it was a basically what it was was two servo motors running a uh, a gear back and forth, and it, and on this um, worm, it was a, a worm gear and a, not a worm gear. It was a um, oh crap! I don't I can't think of what the gear is called, but it's like a gear with a rod and then teeth on the rod. Yeah, and it, it basically moved it back and forth. Yeah, you know a, a precise amount, a precise distance. So I had two of these on either side of an ambu bag. I think we're losing. And it was the I mean their their prototype. Hello, I lost you. No, you, you. I lost you because your <laughs> your. Don't internet talk to me hiccups. about my internet. Don't talk to me about my internet. My internet <laughs> is phenomenal. Terrible. My internet is phenomenal, dude. You is have your, no idea. Is your? Is your? Uh, I have. I have. Uh, is your I recording have, still going though? Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, yeah, okay. Have, so here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to Google and I want you to type speed test. Okay. All right. And then there's Hang a the first link that's going to come up is speed test by Ookla. All right. Yep. Now what I want you to do is I want you to press go. And this will test your uh, upload speed and your download speed. <clears throat> 200... 260 280 that's my that's my download speed right upload 200 
Well, that's actually, your upload speed is phenomenal. Your download speed is decent. Mega, it's megabits. Yeah, mine is... I have, I have, I have, uh, I have glass coming into my house. Yeah, but it, that doesn't matter. The pro, I, I had that, and uh, when I lived in Iowa City, Iowa, it was like the new thing, right? The problem is, is for whatever reason, that shit hiccups. So you've got really good... Um, you've, your upload speed is actually my, ten my times. Ping time, my is. ping time was five milliseconds, which is which is really, really fast. Good. the The problem with the fiber optic, though, is that it hiccups like that um, for whatever reason. Hmm. Uh, but the speed is, I mean, your upload speed is ten times what I have. My download speed is better, but yours is uh, yours. Your upload is phenomenal. You could stream. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, when I was talking to my tech, um, my my technician said I could actually host a server on this because it's I have a that's and you got to understand the other thing too is is this is not hooked up to a cable. This is a this is from a, a Wi-Fi in, in my house. Yeah. So that's the limiting factor here because I have a hundred I have a hundred megabits upload and download speed at the at the the router, but you have to plug it in. I don't even yeah. have a cord on my Mac to plug it well, into. Your 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 upload and download speed is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know the 280 download is really decent. It's better than most people have. Your upload is the real killer, though. That is, I've never heard of an upload speed that fast. So that's good. Mm-hmm. It, the well, problem is it hits. It's because nobody's. It's because nobody's uh, probably up on it right now. But I've had as high as uh, I've had as high as four hundred up and down. Jeez. But it. But I think right now we're. I mean, everybody's on it right now. Yeah. You know. So. But but I think the other the the like I said I have it. If I can plug directly into my router with a with a cable, it's fast. It's really fast. Yeah, but because my Mac does, I don't even have a um, what's that? What's the cable? The um, Cat Five cable? Yeah, I don't even have a Cat Five plug on my on my thing. Huh? That's unfortunate. Computer. Yeah, it's an Ethernet, is. Ethernet, uh, Ethernet cable. Yep, yep. I don't even have one. But uh, well, I but uh, so my I got my some messages. Is my Wi-Fi? What's that? I got some messages. Uh, Some messages, eh? Yeah, so uh, on the burger discussion. So uh, Randy Oliver, uh-huh. uh, he's got the smash burger, and he's got a couple others. So he says, here's how I do my smash burgers. Ground chuck, 80-20. I roll up each burger about the size of a tennis ball, then season the outside with salt, pepper, onion, and garlic powder. Preheat the griddle on high until it's smoking hot. Just a bit of olive oil and place the balls on the grill spaced out enough to smash. Let the balls cook 30 to 45 seconds, then place a piece of parchment paper over the ball and using a bacon press or similar heavy cast iron implement, smash the burger as flat as taste calls for. He likes his at 3 8 inches. Leave the smasher on the burger for about 15 seconds and then move to the next one. And he cooks his till they just get a little uh, crispy around the edge. 
So that so that's real similar to Clyde's. Yeah, that's yeah, that's um actually Clyde's Clydesburger is like yeah is, they is like they that. put it on as a ball, but their their griddle isn't that hot. They I'd estimate it's about three fifty. Yeah, and then they smash it down with a spatula and not with a big heavy implement. Right. Yep. Right. Right. Uh, well, it depends. The lady that smashes them is usually pretty heavy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, the one time I was in there, it was a real skinny meth head looking dude, but he made a good <laughs> burger. Okay. You know, there's 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 about I think there's three of those. Nice. There's one there's one in uh, Manistique. There's mm-hmm. one. I mean, and people, if you you make your way across the UP in the summertime. There's a there's one of them is in Manistique, one of them in Saint Ignace, and one of them in uh, the Sioux. Yeah, and they have it's like an old fashioned diner. They've been I think they've been in business for like seventy five years. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that the place has changed. Probably not. <laughs> in, in in there and during that time, but you go in there and you end up waiting in line and. Uh, a great meal, reasonable price, great chocolate malts. Yeah, and, good stuff. Uh, just just a good old fashioned hamburger yeah. that you can't you can't get any. I mean, very few places can make a hamburger like that. Yeah, I mean it's it's incredible. They start yep. with a, just a yep. ball of meat and throw it on yep. there. You know, it's not preformed exactly. patties or any of this nonsense. Anyway, yep. he's yep. he and presents, it's not, and it's not the pink either. It's right. not. It's not like the pink uh, pink slime goo hamburger. Yeah, they yeah. they actually grind their own hamburger. So uh, he presents two hamburger recipes for your perusal. Both buns toasted, bottom bun, sweet baby rays, burger, pimento cheese, chopped onion, bacon, more sweet baby rays on the top bun. Now that sounds pretty amazing with the pimento. Yum yum. Uh, and then he says another really good burger may sound odd bun cream cheese burger more cream cheese raspberry jam sliced jalapenos bacon top bun um that sounds really good actually that does sound pretty good. yeah that's a good combo there um i i like the first one better i'm gonna try it with my next burger with that that way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it seems he's got a sweet tooth when it comes to burgers though well uh I like, I actually like a Swiss cheese, bacon, and uh, I like Sweet Baby Ray's as the, uh, as the, as the condiment for it. Yeah. And that makes for a really, really good burger. Yeah. Really, really good burger. You put some mushrooms on there, too, it'd be really good. I can't, I don't like mushrooms. Oh, you don't? I'm not a mushroom guy. No. You uh, you eat mushrooms. We've, I've eaten, uh, uh. Morels at your house? Yes, I I will I will make morels and I will eat them, but I don't necessarily enjoy them. My, my wife really likes them. Oh, okay. And my son-in-law gets them all the time. I mean, he's a morel he's a morel hunter like crazy. But um, I, can, I you know it was like one of those things that um, one of my survival schools that I went to, we were talking about mushrooms, you know, and one of the guys in there was a was a like a mushroom fiend, and he kept saying mushrooms 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 you know and the instructor finally kind of lost his cool with him and said you know what here's what mushrooms will do to you if you don't know what you're doing you'll be paralyzed you'll freeze to death and you'll die there is nothing in a mushroom 
in a survival situation that is worth taking that risk for. Exactly. So just you know, <laughs> so don't don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa! Not all, let alone the fact that I just didn't care for him to start with. Yeah. You know, I, I I'm not a mushroom guy, and uh, but like I said, my wife likes them. You know, she'll order she'll order pizza with mushrooms on them. Mm, but, I love um, them. Yeah, I'm I'm just I, not. A I didn't like them when I was a kid at all. And the other thing I didn't like when I was a kid was uh, mayonnaise. But oh, now yeah. all of a sudden, after because if you go like down to um, place that doesn't have a big dairy industry or a lot of refrigeration, right. mayonnaise is on goddamned everything. Right. You know, like right. South America and uh, in the Philippines, pretty much everywhere. Because they got all these chickens walking around, and cooking oil is cheap as hell. Yep. You know, so oh my god, is that good though? So, I didn't so used to when like we were growing up, now. when I was growing up, we always heard the term "white death" from salmonella in the eggs. In in the yes, in the yeah. well, in the mayonnaise. Yep. Yeah. Because because uh, back, I mean, when I was a kid, it was not an unusual thing for people to make their own mayonnaise. Yeah. It was. I don't know. I mean, I I know that there's eggs in it. And I know that there's some other yeah. things in it. But I know that that the combination doesn't allow for bacteria to grow. But people used to get food poisoning, and and now I think about it. Now I think well, it probably was onions, or it was probably the lettuce yeah. that they that they got it from. Because a typical mayonnaise sandwich was a BLT, which I love. Yeah. Um. You know, I had I had a fried bologna sandwich the other day with mayonnaise on it. God, that's good. I I, I love it. Yeah. Um, we, I just ran across a recipe for, um, a maple syrup vinaigrette. Did I say this last last time? Mm. So, uh, one third cup maple syrup, one third cup canola, uh, vin- uh, apple cider vinegar, and two thirds cup canola oil hmm it is and then shake it up and put it in the stick it in the fridge yeah and then put that on your salad that sounds good oh man it is it is as good as anything that going wow. um and if you can get if you can and I, when i talk about maple, i mean real maples i don't mean like mrs butterworth's or anything right and if you can get the super dark mapley um maple syrup some of the later season maple syrup that people use for cooking, it's it's better hmm. um, because early early syrup has a, a a little finer taste to it. It's not as it's not overwhelmingly maple. Right. Um, later season maple syrup is usually darker and it has a little stronger stronger flavor to it. Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of people cook with the stuff from the later in the season, uh, but it. You know, it's just it's just outstanding. I mean, it is really, really a good, especially if you put it in a in a in a um, a, a salad. Some, you know, sometimes they call them Michigan salads, where you have cherries and you have uh, yeah. feta cheese and you have uh, some some kind of nut walnut typically uh, walnut typically and um, a romaine lettuce, and you put that dre- that dressing on it. Man, you're in, that's like heaven. You put a little fried, a uh, little uh, grilled chicken on there, and you got a big meal. Yeah. Yep, you got a big meal. So I make uh, 
I make my own mayo, uh, and if anybody's curious, there's plenty of uh, videos on YouTube, but basically it's two egg yolks, uh, usually a little lemon juice or vinegar, um, not, not a huge amount of either, and then I add a tiny bit of Coleman's mustard powder to that, and then you beat those up, and uh, if you're really good at whisking and, and don't mind standing there forever, you can use a whisk and then just add a little few drops of oil. You're going to add a total of a cup. But you add a few drops of oil, stir, 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 a few, few more drops. And basically you have to let that oil, be, between adding more, um, you need to make sure that the previous oil is completely absorbed. Um, I use like a hand mixer most of the time. Um, pretty good stuff. Yeah. 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 And it's... Well, and I, like I said, I, I know that, I mean, it was... When we grew up, that was all everybody ever talked about was, if you have a mayonnaise sandwich that's not been refrigerated, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. You know, back in those days, you know, when we actually packed lunches to go somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> you know, not so much anymore, but... Everybody's everybody's learning how to cook. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it's, it's pretty funny. I mean, to see... People don't realize how much money they were spending on... Uh, you know, on their on their evening restaurant uh, trips, when you when you go buy a pot roast and make a make a you know a whole big meal that's good for like two days or three days with a fairly good sized family, and you, you know you you got like twenty bucks into it. So, yeah. I don't know. How's everything down that way? Every is it, are the stores? Yeah, I mean you'll find. Um, if you can't find something at one store, you'll find it at another. Yeah, you know it's. Yeah, that's that's kind of people are buying out weird shit too. You know, makes me like, mad because uh, you know how much I like ramens, right? Right. Well, well try to find a pack of ramens at Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're out, eh? Oh God, yeah, they were. Can you you can order that off Amazon? Can't yeah, you? yeah, I, that's where I get most of mine, but. Um, well, you get some weird, weird ones, though. You get brands that I, I've never heard of before. Yeah, I, I, there's some really good ones. Um, my current favorite is this Mi Goreng, M I, and then space G O R E N G. Um, those are really good. There's, they have a few different takes on it, but those are about my favorites. And then there's a, if you do a, a Amazon search for Korean fire noodles. Uh, there's there's like four different flavors. The one that I like best is the one in the greenish package, and they're called curry flavored. Uh, I love them. Mm-hmm. I, I eat them all the time with yeah. a fried egg on top. It's good stuff. Good stuff, huh? Yeah, good stuff. So that's um, um that's funny because that seems to be the thing that people are grabbing up. Yeah, I mean it's like I was the only one eating this shit. <laughs> you know, a month ago, and now all of a sudden, like everybody's eating ramens. <laughs> yeah, but, I tell uh, you, I, I one of my fa- I mean, it's kind of funny. My kids used to laugh. They used to hate this. One of my favorite meals of all time is hot dogs cut up in beans. Oh yeah, for yeah. some for some reason, Be- I, I have no weenies. idea what the <laughs> yeah exactly. I have no idea what the um, what the deal is with that. But um, my my wife is gonna walk in the door, and uh, I've got my dog here. He's he's uh, 
stop. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. Come on in. So, so for some reason, this guy is uh, wants to bark. So, okay. Stop. So, so we ended up with this dog. Stop. Call. Sit. 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 Focus. Focus. Sit. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And uh, so he's uh, get a get a treat for him. Got a treat for him. It's okay. It's okay. Tell him to sit. I'm not gonna let him go. Just tell him to sit. No, give it to him. I'm throwing at him. Here. Anyway, so um, he he's been here this Sunday. He'll be here a week, and he's yeah. like I said, he's just under two years old. Um, extremely, he's extremely smart. I mean, I, there's a couple things I've taught him since. I mean, when he showed up here, he he basically would sit down. Um, he would lie down. And that was it. Wouldn't heal. Um, none of that kind of stuff. So this, well, you know, we've both been here for the, the 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 whole week. Monday, she went to work, and I'm thinking that might have made the difference because um, she came, she walked in the door, and I had a whole, I had another, an extra day on him than than she did. And um, I'm trying to get it so that he responds to both of us the same way. And this week has been very trying because it's not been, uh, he's not been the same. Hmm. So if any of you have Malawars um, and have some uh, advice, <laughs> drop me a note. <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty exciting. Um, to have a dog that's this bright, this smart. Um, I haven't had one. I, I don't think I've ever had a dog that was this smart. Uh, but like anything else, they have challenges, and you can't let them can't let them rule the roost. So we're we're. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to attack. You know, he's not going to be one of those kind of dogs that's attack training or anything like that. It's, um, kind of interested in doing some maybe some dock dog stuff where they jump off into the water cool or um yeah they're they're or the um uh we're probably going to set up a uh an obstacle course in the backyard oh yeah he'd like know. that we'll see yeah i think he'd like that but but as it stands right now he's uh you know he's interested in my wife and um as, and I don't know if he sees her as a threat or if he's just happy to see her or or what, but it's not been it's been kind of rough for this last week because he'll just go through all of a sudden this I wanna I want I want to uh, nip at you. Hmm. Come here, sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit. Okay. Good boy. Good boy. Yep. Where's in Anyways, but regardless, it's uh, it's what I got and it's what we're working on. So I'm gonna got a harness coming from him and um, 
I have two or three dog trader friends that have been kind of uh, giving me stuff from a dog trader perspective, but sometimes that's not always the the easiest thing to handle. But yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, how, speaking of dogs, how's your dog? Oh, she's good. She's. Uh, <laughs> She's never going to get the, used to us all being home twenty four hours a day. <laughs> well, that's that's been the that's been the latest thing of uh, what we're hearing from almost everybody that I know. It's like I didn't realize how much I didn't like my family. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, we. You know, I worked. I've been working out of my house for the past twenty years, and all of a sudden, everybody's interfering with my life. <laughs> yeah. So I but have now a, she. Did we say on the last podcast that Michigan just canceled school for the year? I think we did, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. And, and Yeah, well, and the, the, the thing is, is that, and this is, to me, this is where our leadership really sucks right now. Because instead of saying uh, it's canceled for the year, why not say, all of our teachers are getting together, and they have come up with an online curriculum that, be, through the, uh, the te- you know the the um, through the internet and through the the technology that we've all been training on for the past fourteen years, because we all have iPads now, we all have this, we all have that, all our kids, and you mean to tell me that they can't they can't distance learn? Yeah, you know th- this is this is flawed to me. If you have because you know damn well that all the teachers are still getting paid. Yeah. Now they're getting paid to screw off. Well, so here's you know, not. here's why they don't want to do that. And it's because uh one teacher can literally teach millions of kids online. Yep. <laughs> and and that one teacher, you can get the best teacher in the world. Yep. <laughs> for it. You don't yeah. have to just So why do we have all these others C-minus. that are whining about making $35,000 and not can't pay their student loans? It, you don't you don't have to settle for the C minus uh, you know, education major from Curri- some shit ass school, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there's that. There's that. I mean, I know I know that uh, there's a lot of good curriculums out there and I don't know. Maybe this is going to turn everybody into homeschooling and wipe out this education system. Well, I, our our school here, but we our kids go to a charter school because right. um, the city government uh, tried to close our school, and we just said, "Yeah, you're not going to do that." Right. And they everybody flipped out. Like the administration flipped out, and like all this, and we said, "Yeah, you're still not closing our school. Like you're right. just not." And uh, so then people made donations actually one big one came from um we think uh lagina but yeah uh but anyway they bought the school and opened it as a charter school nice yeah and uh the guy that tried to close it is now out in z uh, which <laughs> is nice <laughs> but uh, well, it's amazing it's amazing how these some of these people have these uh, certain ideas that are just well, and it, it, they're they're almost they're almost hateful. Yeah. Well, the reason he wanted to close it was he had some buddies that had a investment group that wanted to turn our school into a nursing home. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when when it was like right as the sale was happening, 
he says, oh, we have another bid for uh, $1.2 million. We're like, no, no, bro, sorry. <laughs> uh, we've already agreed to this. It's already done. Um, and yep. you can tell them, you can tell your friends that you failed. Yeah, go pound sand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, I don't know. I to- I mean, to me, I think about I think about a lot of this stuff that's gone on in the past, well, 40 years. My, you know, my adult lifetime, and I think about how America, Americans' ideals, have gotten sold up the river. Um, you know, why we're in this position right now is. We've traded our American labor and ingenuity for cheap goods from China. One of the one of the uh, companies that was making masks um, was complaining that, see, we have this supply chain problem uh, where we can't get our stuff fast enough because they're making it in China. Yeah, you know, our our inputs to put these masks together are made in China. And we can't we can't get them fast enough. Well, you know, that's a problem. You know, that's a problem. And now we've designed our whole marketplace like that. You know, even stuff that's made here isn't made here. I mean, yeah, that might be assembled com- here. Components and things come from all over the world for just about yeah, anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, oh, there's a. Pretty uh, good gun news that I'm pretty excited about. Oh yeah, gun shops can stay open because they're essential. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and the other one I'm really excited about is um, uh, Colt is remaking the Python. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. See, they're planning for the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're <laughs> Walking Dead. Yeah. So. Uh, Speaking of everybody's getting probably getting sick of TV already, but um, the Tiger King, I watched that to its end last night, uh-huh. and that's a fascinating story. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a fascinating story, and it thoroughly amazes me um, about all of these indictments and stuff that are that are going to be happening in the fu- you know in the near future. With that, you know the the whole tiger thing and big cat thing, breeding big cats in captivity. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just stupid. Yeah. Well, and uh, you know, I I don't I don't even know. I guess I don't really know how I fe- how I fall on. I mean, I'm, I don't know enough about the topic to to really have a major opinion. Except for the fact that the individuals that were on the show are kind of screwed up, <laughs> you know, they seem to be a little bit uh, like half a bubble off. And if they're a representation of the big cat 
people, you know, I guess it's probably maybe across the board they're all like that. <laughs> sort of like cat people, maybe. Only much more, because they're big cat people. But, I don't know. So what else is new? What else is in the news? We have weather's breaking here. We doing yard work, and yesterday we were, it's raining today, but yesterday yeah. we were out doing yard work and getting stuff pulled away, put away, getting ready for summer. Summertime in northern Michigan, it's going to be awesome because there's going to be nobody here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have the place all to ourselves. Yeah. Actually, I did hear some people coming up to their summer homes early, you know, and, and I'm thinking that, you know, the first time one of these guys brings somebody up here that's sick and they spread it around, mm-hmm. there's going to be there's going to be a very a lot of intolerance going on. <laughs> Lots of intolerance. Cuz you never know. You know, if you're coming from an area that's that that's that infected and they're saying it's this contagious and you're not staying in your house down there, you're going to decide you're going to come up here because you can walk around and go to the grocery store and Infect everybody? Well, there I'm. I'm seeing a lot of Florida and New York plates up here, and yeah. it's like you should not be here. Yeah, that's a very bad thing to have on your car. Yeah, not rental cars, right? No, actual personally owned vehicles with bumper wow. stickers and shit. That's <laughs> that's pretty bold. Yeah, that's that's pretty bold. I don't know how long they'd last up here. Well, anyway, there was a lady, uh, so you know my truck, right? Right. So I I have a CB on there, and I also have a PA system. Okay. So I'm driving, uh, I had to get my snow tires changed off my car, and I'm, uh, I drove Gretchen down in the truck, and she uh, drove back in the car, because I just... I don't know. I just didn't want to mess with it, and the guy would do it for like twenty-five bucks, and I'm like, okay, right, right. I'm just gonna do it. So I drove down there to pick it up, and she drove the car back. Well, I'm driving home, and there's a lady with a Florida plate in a minivan uh, with like Obama love stickers and all this like coexist shit all over it. And she, so I'm like, oh great. And we're stopped at a stoplight, and she sits at the stoplight, like, looking at her phone for, like, a minute. And then people are honking. She finally drives off. Uh, And I'm following her, and she's veering into other lanes, like, looking at her cell phone, like, texting, or who knows what the fuck. So I noticed she had her window open. (laughs) 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 So I just let her have it with that PA, man, and she snapped right out of it. I let her have it. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. That's funny how people don't even think. Yeah. It's like... They don't even think. Yeah, it's like you can't be driving in and out of lanes and, like... It can wait, you know. That text... If it can't wait, then pull over. Right. Well, if it was important, it'd be a phone call. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the... Ends up being the fact of life. Texts aren't that important. But, you know, if it was that important, it would be a phone call right. that you would answer. Yeah. That you would answer. Not a voicemail. Yeah. But. But anyway. So, yeah. So that's well, my I think Florida, the, I Florida think the, plate uh, story. Yeah. I think the, um, 
I think things on the other side of this are going to be much better. I think that when we're done, uh, of course, we'll probably all be paying taxes like crazy for the next little bit. But um, I did hear something the other day that they were talking about suspending income tax between now and the rest of the year, which would be kind of interesting. I mean, that's a pretty good uh, that's a pretty good bump for people that have jobs that are working. Yeah. And unemployment numbers are pretty high right now. Yeah, pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. But I think that as soon as this is done, I, I don't think it'll be very difficult to um, get it back on, get everything back online again. I, I saw, read some disturbing stuff this morning about people dumping milk uh, and there not being enough milk on the shelves in stores. And it ends up being a bottling issue uh, because of all the schools closed. You know, pretty much milk is sold in cartons in the stores, in the schools, given, you know, their schools buy little cartons of milk. They don't buy five gallons at a time. And the restaurants are not buying as much milk. Um, Chinese, or, you know, uh, uh, Mexican restaurants aren't buying cheese, sour cream, all that stuff, you know, that... When they buy stuff, they buy it in bulk. They buy a five-gallon pail of sour cream, not a little tub. Yeah. So I guess our, I guess the dairy industry is not geared up yet to to repackage everything at the rate of speed that it's needed in the grocery stores. So that's something that's getting addressed right now too. Yeah. Uh, so, but in the meantime, ends up happening is milk product gets dumped out. Yep. Because they don't have anywhere to, they don't have anywhere to sell it. Yeah. Or they have a place to sell, but they don't have any way to get it there yet. They should make it into cheese. Yeah, yeah, that's what I say, too. I like cheese. Yeah. I like cheese. But anyways, well, what do you think? I think we're good. I think it's we're a, good. Over I think an we've hour. Ranted, we ranted a lot, and uh, hopefully uh, coming up on Easter, so we're, you know, everybody's starting to think about Holy Week and how... How they're going to worship this year uh, <laughs> from your house? Gonna be, yeah, it's going <laughs> to be how from you're going to do it. <laughs> um, so it'll be interesting. We had a lecto divina this morning, and uh, what's that? It was a uh, lecto divina is a is a is a Bible study thing that the Jesuits came up with, where you you read a passage uh, from the the day. Sir, I mean. People think that Catholics don't read the Bible, but they don't. Even, they don't understand what what we do. And uh, Catholics, every Mass has readings from the Bible in it. Every the, the whole Mass is from the Bible, because um, you got to remember that the Bible is a Catholic book. The Bible's not a. The, anyways. <laughs> the the Bible is a Catholic book. The the the, the Catholics chose uh, the books in the Bible to tell a story. Yeah, and and so to for for Protestants that study the Bible and get to decipher it the way they feel like it really means is is kind of silly because it's because they come up with things that that the Catholics don't believe. Well, so and the Catholics here's, here's, and the Catholics were the one that put the Bible together, so they know what it means. Yeah, here's something you know. for you. What's that? Are you ready? Yep. Shoot. Do, do you want to know why you can read the Bible? Why you're allowed to? 
Martin Luther. No, no, that's totally that's totally not true. That's totally not true. The reason why the reason why Bibles were um, they were very difficult to print prior to the printing press because it took a gazillion monks to write them all out by hand on vellum. Uh, so that was that was the main reason. Um, the uh, it was it was always written in the language of the church, which is Latin, and and apparent and during that time it didn't matter if you were if you were uh, what nationality you were, what language you spoke, you couldn't read it anyways. You were illiterate. That's why most Catholic churches um, that were built during that period of time had giant stained glass windows because they actually told the story most most generally speaking they told the story of salvation in the stained glass windows it's not like we didn't want to share this right you know it's not like the catholics were were keeping it to themselves they were they were trying to share it the best way they could because the because common people were not educated at all yeah at all they couldn't read it didn't matter what language it was in they still couldn't read yeah so you know, a lot of those things are really been misrepresented by by Protestants over the years, and <laughs> and it's uh, it's you know, it's really kind of it's really kind of silly. Yeah, I know because, uh, because I just I just said can, that to trigger you. Oh, I know, oh, I know, but it but it is but it is kind of interesting because because people don't seem to they don't go any further into it than that. They don't they don't look at how things how we got to where we are and instead they just listen to Bubba's gas station and community church worship of God and his interpretation of the of the Bible yeah and somehow or another that becomes their gospel it's not it's not the meaning of it, it doesn't mean that it just that's what they think it means and and like I said it's like it's like Reading, it's like let's say you read the book um, Fahrenheit 451, right? And you interpret it as a love story between two pigs. <laughs> well, that's what it means. Well, that's I'm sure that that's not what the author meant. You know, but I get it. you know, you have the right to interpret it the way you want to write. Okay, I have a, I have a question. Okay, shoot. Uh, is is there a tax that I can pay to stop COVID-19, or does that only work for climate change? <laughs> I saw that the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that the other day. I started laughing. I started laughing. Now, I think the tax that we're going to pay is uh, is going to be a, a pretty heavy income tax at the end of this. Yeah. You know, I mean, I... I uh, all of the things that all of the different conspiracies, you know, are based in some kind of reality. There's no, there's no question about it. You know, when you when you talk about, you know, how did how did China, how does China only have eighty thousand people that were infected? I mean, you know, why why is it they're only reporting eighty thousand? Why didn't they tell us the truth? Why didn't I mean, all of these things play into that one world order, revamping of the monetary system. Uh, you know, I've seen I've seen people pointing out that that uh, um, 
Mr. Microsoft wants to depopulate the planet, and he came up with the vaccine for this. You know, would you trust this vaccine if it's you know required? You know, I mean, oh, it's, it's just it's endless. People are going to get people are going to get really stupid. It's it's en- it's truly endless because it because every you know did Bill Gates say something about overpopulation? I don't know. I didn't hear the. You know, I didn't hear it. But apparently, there's a ton of memes that are that are 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 saying that. You know, well they've been um, they've they've been there was um that's been a a push by um, the quote unquote elites for a very long time that the world was overpopulated and there needed to be a big reduction in population. Yeah, um, that's been. God, it must have been in the late '60s or '70s when they started talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let me. Let and they, me and they've and I'm sure I'm sure that this was this is going to throw a glitch into the one world order thing. Yeah. You know, because obviously we can't manage a one world order. That you know, it's it's a ridiculous notion to think that that the people that eat bats and dogs in China are going to get along okay with the people in the United States that idolize their dogs and their cats. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a ridiculous notion. You're not going to make these people, you know, change their colors. Uh, so so when it comes down to one world order, if, if you're going to, if you're truly going to have one world order, um, there's going to be a lot of people going to die first. Because for one thing, Bubba ain't giving up his guns. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, there, there's no uh, uh, as much as the as much as the Democrats or the liberals want to believe that the that the UAW is 100 percent on their side. You talk to a guy that works on the assembly line that goes deer hunting every year and has this little four wheeler and he runs around all over the countryside, uh, drives his big ass SUV because he makes $28 an hour or $32 an hour working on the assembly line. You ask him for one minute. If he's going to give that shit up, yeah, and you're going to find out that no, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> you know, that yeah. just is not going to happen. Well, and then the other thing is, is like they say, well, we'll take them from you. It's like, okay, well, who yeah. is going to take them from us? Exactly. exactly. Do you think the people in the military or the police are going to are going to comply with your demands? No. Yeah. Yeah, if I was a, poli- a police officer and you told me I had to go into this guy's house and take his M4, I'd be like, yeah, no, he's going <laughs> to fucking shoot me. And you don't, I, I'm not paid to do that. Yeah, you know? yep. yeah. Yeah, so there's and, things. And that's, the, that's the thing. I've heard this before. I, I wonder if it's actually true. I've heard that if you were in your house actively being murdered uh, with an axe and screaming for help and stuff, the cop can be standing right outside the door, but he does not have an obligation to go in there. Oh. Mm, it could be true. I don't know. I I, I, I know that... I, I think most cops would. Yeah, they would. But I, I mean, mean, I think most cops would, but I don't know if it's... They don't. Yeah. Well, think about, think about the guy that was um, in the school that stayed outside. Yeah, that one in... In you know, Florida, I mean, the, there's been occasions where that kind of stuff has happened for whatever reason. You know, maybe the wrong, maybe bad. Well, one of the things that was that's always been fascinating. Now, where we live, we, I mean, 
we don't have a ton of cops on the road. There just isn't. There just is not a lot. I mean, our population density is, <laughs> what is it, one per half a square mile or something like that? It's, it's not very big. Yeah. Not very, it's, we're not very dense up here. So the, so the number of law enforcement officers is, you know, limited. There's, not, there's just not a, lot of, there's not a lot of need for them. So when, when you have an, an incident in a school, you know, and everybody goes through their active shooter program and, you know, they, you have an a instructor come from outside the countryside because he's an expert and you can't listen to anybody local because local people are not allowed to be experts. Um, <laughs> No matter what their training is or what they've done, right? And you have this guy come in and he says, "Well, he says you're not supposed to enter unless you have four people." And everybody in the room starts laughing. And he's like, "Well, what are you? Why are you laughing?" He said, "Well, because we only have two officers on at one time, and the other the guys on the other side of the county we're in two separate cars on the other side of the county. So how are we going to wait for four people? Some of them are going to get dressed, and we're going to wait outside until that happens. That's not going to happen." You know, by the time the other guy gets from the other side of the county to here, it's going to be over. Yeah. You know? So so how, you know, and and they just like scratch their head and they can't even they can't even comprehend that. They they don't they don't understand that you know, these incidents probably aren't going to happen here to start with. I mean, but they don't understand the fact that you you only have two guys on. You got no backup. Yeah. You know, that's it. You have no backup. Yeah, and and uh, so, I, and believe me, I don't know too many officers that are would be all hyped up about taking everybody's guns away. Mm, yeah, no, I've never heard a police officer say that's a good idea, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and that they would comply with it. Mm-mm. I mean, maybe in like a city you'd get away with that, but not in the majority of the country. Right. Right. Yeah, so so you know the whole that whole notion that um, you know, and I see a lot of things about sheeple. You know, you guys would get on the train and you know ride to Auschwitz, and you know you'd step into the gas chambers for a shower, and you know because because you want to protect yourself from wearing a mask and not getting this disease, not getting this virus. Um, you know. It's not like, uh, I don't know. It, it's like the difference between when, I think when uh, herpes sh- started showing up on the planet and, that's my dog, he's got a thing with a water bottle in it. Hey, you're making all kinds of noise. <sighs> Maybe we should call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he's he's getting rank, ramped up. He needs to go and play some, but I'm not even going to use my analogy. I'll save it for next time. All right. Um, you're going to be gone for yep till next Friday. I'll be back next okay. Friday. All right. All righty. Well, you know what? Don't forget your masks. Don't forget <laughs> your washing your hands and your face. Yeah, and uh, fifty rounds of double lot buck. Uh, yeah. Twenty slugs. A hundred rounds of uh, <laughs> five point seven by twenty eight millimeter. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. There you go. And um, yeah, just keep just keep safe. Yeah, we will. You know, no just worries. keep safe in your drive. Are you now? You're driving down with. Uh, you're just taking your Subaru down. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm sure you're going to have free, you know, the highways are going to be pretty clear. <laughs> yeah, th- this will be the least traffic I've ever seen in Chicago, that's for sure. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. sure. And, and you know, have is there a lot of is there a lot of cases down there right now? I mean, mm. are they They have about half what we do in the whole state. So I'm sure there's some in the city of Chicago, but so here's a most here's a of weird Illinois question. is pretty rural like most of Michigan is, you know. Yeah. Why is why is uh why has Chicago not gotten hit like New York? Mm. I don't know. You know, why hasn't St. Louis got hit like New York? I don't know. <laughs> you know cuz cuz Chicago's an international hub too. I mean, they're, they're saying that Detroit got a lot because it is a international hub. Yeah. You know, Atlanta got a lot because it's an international hub. A lot of international flights out of Atlanta and New York, same same story. Mm-hmm. But why hasn't L why hasn't L A gotten hit yet real hard? Yeah, I don't know. I think that we'll have to look at it uh, as uh, maybe that'll be an assignment for this week, and and we'll figure it out next week. <laughs> well, that, we'll, that's, we'll talk about it on the next podcast. But well, the problem is, is to, we won't know until like five years from now. You know. Well, no, but you can look at numbers. Yeah, you can look at current numbers right now and see see what what's trending. Yeah. Yeah. You know what what you're seeing in New York today is literally can be tied to the statement that de Blasio made. I mean they're they're <laughs> they're, they're talking about, you know, the that what is it, the incubation period is like fourteen days. Yeah. And the explosions literally started like fourteen days after he said, Go out, have a dinner. Yeah. You know? Don't yeah. drink any straws though. Don't use a don't use a plastic straw. Yeah, you better not. And oh, did you see the thing about the uh, about the uh, you can't use um, cloth shopping bags anymore? Yeah, I know. They went back to we went back to plastic. Yeah, because you what's they, they <laughs> leave the store and what what's on them when they come back to the store? <laughs> they, you know. Uh, so all of those things that the left has been pushing us so hard to do is retarded and it doesn't work and it's killing people so they brought the plastic bags back so now it's ne- now the straws are next yeah so in in late here's from uh, Washington Times a quote on this de Blasio thing in late January Mr. de Blasio said it's important just to go about your lives continue living as you have a message that he repeated in February with statements such as this should not stop you from going about your life should not stop you from going to Chinatown and going out to eat <laughs> whoa mm-hmm. yeah. that's uh, good luck with that one that, that yeah. comment did not age well <laughs> that's going to get him reelected. yeah <laughs> yeah but Anyways. it's Trump's fault yeah, it's all Trump's fault. Yep. Thanks, well, Trump. Well, on that, Chief. Yep. <laughs> you keep your uh, knives sharp and your friends sharper, and we'll see you in. Uh, we'll see you next time. Yep. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye.